to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Good evening. I'm so glad you could join us tonight. This is Patrick, my husband, of, of 25 years. He's usually hiding back there. No, I'm usually doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Making okay. faces at you. He makes me sound great. <laughs> That's what we love. We love it. Yeah, Lou. <laughs> so tonight, um, we just wanted to talk to you about time. And I just wanted to talk to you about the last 12 weeks of speakers that we've had on Wednesdays um, have been incredible. Um, Latasha talked about it on Sunday, and I thought for a minute she was going to kind of preface my little talk here. <laughs> but it was good because she brought out some things that were just fantastic. Um, I went back over in the SoundCloud, and um, if you didn't know that you can get all of our sermons on the SoundCloud or Google Play, I think is the other one. They're all in there. So you can get them by any means, um, not just Facebook and, and other places. Um, I went... Church's website, too. What? MyTCVC.com on the oh, church's right. website. So this is the first time we've ever done this together. We have never... Um, spoke together. I spoke a couple of times, um, and I was so excited when I actually told Pastor that we were going to speak. He didn't ask us. Um, we just said, well, I said for us. <laughs> I had told him that um, uh, God had given me something um, way back in January when we went away, and um, I thought maybe I was going to share it one Sunday on the stage, and he really told me just to, just not yet. So I waited, and after going back through the last 12 weeks of speakers, um, it was prefaced. So it was almost like everyone that spoke in the next week, God had set the whole thing up for the next week. And what we found out of it was um, a lot of it was based on kingdom first. I think every speaker used Matthew 6:33, kingdom first. Um, some of them spoke about God's love. Um, Barbara spoke of it in one way, and then last week, Charlena spoke of it as uh, the love of a father, which is, is God's love, but it, was, it, it, it came through to me in a totally different way. Um, the other speakers talked about a warning. There's a serious warning right now that we are to be prepared, that we're not to be lukewarm, um, I loved Mary's, Mary's uh, message. She was just sharing about her experiences, but in that message, she gave me that knowing my word, if my Bible was not in my hand, then because I've spent my time in my word, that it was here. And that's why it's so important on a daily basis, because we don't know what's going to happen in our day, in every minute. There's going to be someone, and if you don't have the right words and you don't have God's word, then you can't encourage them the way that they should. Um, 
Latasha brought in that righteousness and no fear. And that comes with those warnings. If we're not prepared, then we are going to be fearful. Um, Kelly Ann spoke about the Holy Spirit and pressing into the true gospel, standing in righteousness. Luann hit it with kingdom first and setting your sights, knowing that if we bathed in that word, not just take a quick shower. I mean, there's sometimes we get up in the morning and we know we got a quick shower, but then there's times I thought about when I want to take a bath and just soak in those bubbles and just sit there, I lock the door and I don't want anybody disturbing me, not for anything or asking me. I don't what, bother you. <laughs> Malachi. Malachi usually, where's mom? Mom, are you okay? Yes, son. I'm fine. And it's just those, that's how we should be reading our word and spending time with God and carving out times to do that. It's really important. And when she said that, when you said that, it just really hit me. I like my baths. I really do. And how much more can I benefit from just bathing in this word? Um, Bethany's was all about not just forgiveness for others, but our self-forgiveness when we finally stop blaming ourselves, stop holding on to the shame and the things that maybe we have done and not going backwards, um, that, that we can move forward. Ben talked about the blood of a warrior king. That was incredible. It was a new light. I, I appreciated it as a teacher. I appreciated you breaking it down. It was very good. Heather talked to us about the unity in Christ and raising up the church. And then Maria talked to us about the power of our prayer. And then on every other week on Sundays, Pastor Tom hit it with the kingdom again. Kingdom versus kingdom, kingdom thinking. Our source is the kingdom. So in every one of those things, you are just getting absolutely what we need as far as kingdom first going back to your word, being prepared, being knowledgeable about the warning. Um, because as Paula told her story, she told her story of her being transformed and coming into the kingdom. And she already knew who God was, but she had gone through some things that made her not really sure and knew that there was something else, something stronger. And so the people in her lives that were involved in our church because they knew the word, because they spoke it to her without worrying about whether she would accept it or not, she was transformed in a major way and is now. And to see the joy that she has is incredible. Um, so even after Sunday, when Latasha spoke, um, I still got that same, that same feeling um, about time that it is time. It's time to stop playing games. It's time to stop being wishy-washy. That our yes needs to be yes and our no is no. That there's no, there is a fine line and we need to know where it's at. And we need to stand strong on the things that we have. So when we were away in January, we went to your dad's. You want to share what we did at your dad's? Which part? 
Well, what we did. See, that? <laughs> that's a miracle in itself because um, we had been a little bit estranged from his dad for a little while, and the Lord really kind of softened all hearts involved. And so for us to be able to go and stay at their little house and um, do things with them, eat meals with them, um, well, I'd share one of the things that you did that you have never done with your dad. When we were up there, my dad um, is an avid gun guy, um, and he and I have never been able to shoot together at the same time. Um, I was too young. I was, you know, doing something else when he went to the range, so on and so forth. So we finally got together, and we were able to enjoy a day of shooting together. And also, Christina shot my... AR-15 for the first time and fell in love with it. <laughs> so that's what that's some of the things we did up there. Which was to me is a miracle in itself. When you've been, I have been praying and praying for probably 12 years that the relationship between he and his father would open up. That the you know the enemy would stop terrorizing both of them in their minds that that dad wasn't enough and that Pat wasn't enough or he didn't know how to fix it and you know God just went in there and just freight trained it. Um, one of the things that I enjoyed while we were there is he restores um, the antique grandfather clocks and grandmother clocks and there's probably how many would you say? In, in each of the houses, I mean, in the house we stayed in, there was probably 10 in different places. In, in Dad's house, there's probably at least 20. And he's, yes, he's quite the collector. And quite the In repairman. every corner. In, in every, every corner. corner, every room, there's either a grandmother clock or a grandfather clock. So you could be sitting there, and it could be quiet, or there could, we could be talking, and you can hear this constant tick, 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 tick. Like, yes, it was so peaceful. I loved it. You know, anybody else, I mean, if you were real nervy, it would really kind of drive you crazy, I can imagine. People are like, what is that noise? And then, of course, <laughs> each one of them were set, and they go off on the hour, some of them on the half hour. I mean, I was, like, mesmerized. I'd go to each one and, like, wait for it to go off and see what it was going to do, try to catch it with the camera. It wouldn't work. <laughs> no, because he's got them timed so they all go off almost exactly on the second. I don't know second. how he does it, but he's got them all set almost to the second. Yeah. And so that's where I feel like, you know, God gave me this word of, of um, that time, the time, that whole noise, that TikTok. You know, you could sit there and just watch it. It's kind of like, you know, the waves, waves move like that. Um, I heard it at some point. Um, like a heartbeat, which we all have. Um, I heard it at one point. I felt like it was a, it was kind of a breath. As you take a breath, our breath is timed. Um, the the other things that are moved by time. Um, we started talking in the car about um, music. Music is run by time. It's the four four eight eight. There's different. Uh, rhythms to it, which is also um, dance is measured by music, which is also if you get 
the wrong people on the stage that aren't keeping time of their steps, you can have a catastrophe. If someone in an orchestra plays the wrong note at the wrong time, everything's thrown off. I mean, it's the difference in a group of little band kids learning how to play. Have anybody of you heard that? It's, it's monstrous. <laughs> and then, you know, a, a beautiful orchestra that is just, you know, magnificent. And you can hear every little thing and everybody flows like they were moving in, in cadence which is also another, our soldiers march to a cadence. Sometimes they sing a song, but their march is also beaded. It's all beat. It's like a heartbeat. Now his dad would take those clocks apart because there would be a broken gear or... Uh, yeah, either a broken cog or the weight chain was broken or the weight was missing and he'd have to make a new weight, um, but he... Some of them he couldn't do because they had to actually hand make the cogs that go into some of these clocks. So he, he would restore those, um, refinish them, and put them in a corner somewhere. <laughs> Several corners. Matter of fact, last time we were up there, um, Marge was trying to get us to figure out how we could take one apart to put in our car. I would have loved that, but that would have been really funny going down the road with this huge clock in our little bitty car. This just wouldn't work, so we have to wait. <laughs> um, speaking of cars, cars run on timing. And you had told me about that. Yeah, they, they run on timing, and if something's not right, the engine doesn't run right, transmission doesn't run right it'll fail e even the rear end if you got a, a a tooth missing out of the gear it won't go anywhere so everything has to be perfectly timed we have been taught to move in rhythms our every day is set up now i went back and watched a um a video about time and how it was created, uh, you know, when they started actually documenting time. It used to be that you would wake up when the sun came up and when the sun was gone, everybody went to bed. There was nothing else that happened. And that was because they only had a sundial, you know. Um, so from then on, this whole documentary was talking about how man created time. And I looked at him and I said, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, because right in this word that we have, it says that God himself is a time, timeless being. In Genesis, um, the very first verse, Genesis 1.1, says in the beginning he created the heavens and the earth. Now, I'm not going to argue with that because it's in the word. But then if you go back to Revelations, it says he's the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end so he is the timekeeper and he created time so that show was off I just okay this is great and now it did go into some interesting things about how you know when it got time for um, ships to go from coast to coast they would um, use different ways different methods to keep the time so then it became like they were marking it and then we got into really working by a clock and by the schedules that some of us still have today. Not all of them created by God. Um, although, God gave us a time of birth and a time of death. 
in Jeremiah 1.15, it says, He knew us before we were formed. He knew you. That's a good one. Go to that one. Where'd he go? 29.11. Jeremiah 29.11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, and to give you a future and a hope. So he's thinking of you individually, not just me or not just us, but each one of us individually formed us and fashioned us, each one individually. So God is our timekeeper. Let's get rid of this. So what time is it? What season are you in? Do you ever think about that? We have seasons in our life. What season are we in? <laughs> I'd say we're in summer. <laughs> we're in su- well, summer's the funnest. There you go. It is the funnest. That's we're, why I said that. Yeah. We've, we we've, we've done, in, in this season of our life, we've done so much that we haven't done before. I mean, we've gone yeah. to Colorado, which I've never been further west than Texas. Um, we even went to California. I've never been there saw sequoias, things like that. I mean, we're, we're doing a lot of things together that mm-hmm. we never really thought we would. No? So. No, we thought, I, I think I thought we would just raise kids forever. And now our kids are 28, <laughs> newly married, uh, almost 25, married with our first grandbaby. And then Malachi's 22, yep. and st- but he's still at home. Um, but he's eager to leave at every chance he can get. <laughs> so he's, um, he's just waiting for the next college trip. And in that, he is, he's so independent. I think, um, um, if you don't know, uh, at 10 he became visually impaired and by 16 he'd lost all but shadows. So he's legally blind, but he does see, um, even when he comes, when he comes in here, he's memorized it. So as soon as we changed the chairs, he was really mad at us because we, I was part of that idea. And he goes, mom, you know, don't move anything. I know it's good. It's a good challenge for you. Cause then you have to learn things again. There's nothing wrong with that. You're going to go in places that they change things and you don't have an option to say, why'd you do that? So he's, he's becoming more independent. We can leave him home and he'll go, he just asked us tonight if when um, Megan and Alex move to their next thing, are we all going to help them move? And I said, we mean all of us. I'm not going at all. And he said, well, I thought we were all going to help us move. No, you can't help move. <laughs> so he's, he's constantly looking for that next, what's next for him. Um, and we just keep encouraging him. You know, Lord has a path for you. And he uh, didn't do this to you. But he knows your plan. He knows what he has for you and the people that he wants to walk into your path. And in that, um, we've gone to looking at the things that are amazing as far as God's protection over some of the things that he might see in this day in social media and the things that other kids are dealing with at his age. I mean, he still he t- still texts and do different things on the internet, but nothing like he could be exposed to. And I think that I have claimed that as God's great protection for him, 
and just keeping him in the in the cloud that he needs him in you know i can't do anything about his vision but pray and know that i i'll never give up the hope that god will miraculously open his eyes one day i truly believe that the blood will flow through the veins in his eyes and he will see again and one day i'll stand up and we will we'll have that talk i tell him that all the time and he's like you're crazy okay that's okay i don't mind i don't mind being crazy so in our season we are um in entering i i think what we called our our next levels um and trying to put our phones down and spend more time together and uh take different trips and be alone together um the things that I know that God wants us to do, um, ignoring the distractions. Um, and it's not easy. It's not easy to find those little things where, you know, if he's free, then I'm in working on on, a, on the bills or something, and then I'm like, come in here and help me. Okay, what do you want me to do? <laughs> or he's working on, you know, something on the computer, and it's not really something I want to watch him do, so I'm going to go do something else. But we're finding that if we both just have a time where we shut that off, and this is our time, and we're going to sit, if it's sitting in the same room, watching the same show, or sitting in the same room, sleeping, taking a nap, <laughs> we do that a lot too. <laughs> that that's what it's time for. <laughs> because we don't have to run after kids and go get them and take them to dance classes. And so with that, um, we can't force God's timing. With uh, Malachi, I can't force God's timing on his life. I, I'd like to fix it as a mom. I think we always wanted to fix everything. And we can't, as parents, we can't fix it. But we can guide him and keep encouraging him. Um, this is something you had said. If you're not right, if you're not right and step ahead of something, then something can be missed. So as we're going along in that timing, if we force it, then we're gonna miss something. Um, we're not gonna get, um, we're not gonna get to see what God may have had for us in that moment if we're constantly, you know, having ourselves in this little spot or keeping ourselves from where we need to go out to. You know, sometimes I think we um, think, I just need a day off, so I'm just not gonna go Am I going to go to church? I'm just going to stay home. And you're going to miss something. There's something that God may have had in store for you in that, in that one service or in that one moment that by not being here, someone missed something from you or you may have missed something from someone else. Um, something that only can be brought out when someone's preaching the word. There's some things that I can listen to pastor and online and I get some stuff but if I had been sitting right there it's kind of like it's it's absorbing it's so deep and it go it penetrates so it's important for us to be here in that timing so how do we fix those things where do we start well we can start with the word I do that one and I'll find it
Psalms, what is it? Psalms 90.12. So teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So he has, he's, he's given us time. He's our timekeeper. And with those clocks, I watched my father-in-law go in, and he had that key. He had a key for each different clock. And he'd go in and he'd wind it. And now one day he forgot to wind one, and we were watching, and it wasn't doing anything, and it was back a couple of hours. And he got up right then and fixed it again. So in Psalms, it's telling us that we're asking God to teach us to number our days. Make us recognize it. You know, bring it to our mind so that we can gain wisdom. Um, that one is good too, Ephesians. In Ephesians 5, 15, it starts here. Okay, Ephesians five fifteen and 16. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil. Which we're seeing all around us. That's why we need to be conscious of our time and where we're spending it and what we're doing. You know, if we're, if we are just wasting time watching TV or <laughs> the famous one, and, and he made me recognize it, TikTok, oh my Lord, this little program that basically people do videos and you just scroll, and it's maybe a two or three minute video, and then you scroll. I think one night we were we were laying in bed, and he started watching. We're laughing at somebody doing the dog doing something funny, but you start watching that, and then you go on to the next one and the next one, and they don't end. You don't realize that you're wasting so much time. Before we knew it, it was like one in the morning. Wow. And, we looked, and I'm like, ah, oh, what did you say to me? Yeah. Two or three minute video can turn into three hours that you'll never get back. We lost sleep. Yeah. Over some Same internet thing with, ridiculous. With Facebook and, and yep. Instagram, you find yourself looking at one and then another and another. And the next thing you know, you've lost two or three hours. Mm -hmm. it, it's incredible. Well, and sometimes we go through our lives like that. We go through our lives just going through our, go to, go to our work, get up in the morning, go to work, go do this, go do that, do your little schedules, not always adding our even an hour or five minutes of the word. And then we look back and go, what did, what did I, we, we were looking at, what did we spend the last 25 years on? It's a lot. <laughs> there was a lot that happened in 25 years, but we don't we don't regret that time wasted because we learned a lot and God taught us a lot and God needed each one of us to have a certain time frame, even with each other in order to grow to the place that we are today. So we've, we can not feel guilty about that. And if you do feel guilty about it, you just ask God to forgive you for any time wasted, um, to make room because we know that, um, we're heirs. That, that God has given us the freedom to not have to be held on to that shame or what we had done wrong or even right. Because you can't drive a car backwards. One of my favorite sayings is you can't drive a car by looking in the rearview mirror. Uh, there is a reason why the windshield is so big and that thing's so small. You know, 
you, you do look behind you every once in a while to see where you've been, appreciate where you've been, but focus on the bigger picture. Focus on your windshield, where you're going, what you're doing. Yes. Because he gave us a purpose. He gave us the time of birth and the time of death. He knew us individually. In Genesis 2.15, it it's talks about uh, to work the ground and keep it in order. That was, bef that was before sin. And if you go back and look at it, it was before they even sinned. Now, it also talks about um, being fruitful and multiply. But he told, he, he told us before sin was ever here that we were to work the ground and keep it in order. Now, something I came across work in the Greek is, I'm probably not going to say this right, avodo which means worship. Now, I didn't know that either. It kind of hit me because I, I worship, and I love worshiping, but I never considered my work worship to God, even what I do you know, out in the, in the world. So everything I'm doing from my breath, you, you work to breathe. That's we're worshiping God. A baby's first breath, it's worshiping God. Our heart beats, it's working. It's doing something. It's a function. As we do our work, we're worshiping. Um, I've always enjoyed, I've always enjoyed my work. I like um, making people beautiful. I like being able to. Um, I have I have a license to touch people and do their hair, and a lot of them don't know that as I'm shampooing their hair, they're getting prayed for. They may not hear it, um, but it's something that I can do, especially when I know what's going on in their life, because they tell you everything. It should be a psychiatrist. <laughs> but because that's not, it's, it's a different field totally. <laughs> but there's still so much that I'm like, God, thank you for putting me right here today, because this woman needed to share all that stuff. And as I'm cutting her hair, it's going on the floor, all those words, just let her get it out. And then, you know, encourage her in the same, you know, that, that she doesn't have to go back to all of that. And here's your hope. And without, without um, even being a major, uh, let me cram all this down your throat. It's just being who I am in my daily life and in my daily job. And it's worship. And so that really blessed me. And I thought about my, our, our appointment book is, is time scheduled. It's, it's times and I looked at that and I thought, Lord, you, you've, there's days where there's nothing on that book. And in, in the beginning, when I first started doing it, we go, oh, this is definitely a walk of faith because there is that, if that book is empty, there is nothing financially happening that day, but there's bills that still have to be paid. But it's, it's amazing how he, it would, it would, it happens. It happens throughout the day. People call, and it's like I stop long enough and say, Lord, you know what? You know who needs a haircut today. So, you know, stir their hearts and just make them call me. So, and it will happen. It's really, it sounds crazy. You understand that when you're waiting for someone to book an appointment. And so I am grateful for that work in that time frame. Um, because of sin, work which was good became difficult. You ever hate your job? Mm -hmm. It's sin's fault. And it's because 
time was meant to be uh, infinite. Our time, God put us here, and it was meant to be infinite. It wasn't meant to be miserable, but it became finite because of sin. So we have a, an ending. We all will eventually die, um, but live forever. I love that part. Um, but don't worry, because what I learned is even if I leave something unfinished, um, because we all do when we die, there are things pat, you know, stacked in our rooms. <laughs> there are phone calls we've never returned. There are um, just different. I, I, think of, I think of when my dad passed, the last thing that he did was he was not, he wasn't well, and he was driving a truck, and he needed to deliver a load. And he argued with my brother and refused to not deliver this load. Matter of fact, he wanted to go take a shower before he went to the hospital. And, and my brother pulled him out of the truck. So he finished that load, but there still was all of the paperwork that went with that truck. The truck was stuck somewhere. I mean, it was parked way out. It still had to come back here. It wasn't finished. It wasn't finished. Yet, my brother stepped in and he finished that. Now, as I was thinking about that, you know, there are some things, if we miss something in the day, you better believe that God has somebody else that he's already put in that track that are gonna, they're going to finish that. They're going to finish what he needed to happen in that person. He's got somebody else. They're, they're going to cross that path, which I think is amazing. So as we're going through this, we're thankful that uh, God created us and that even though sin came in, we're able to help him and work with him as co-laborers. You know, pastor has taught us we're not just here to be. We're here to be co-laborers with God, restoring creation, building things, creating things, restoring people. That's our job is to restore this earth. Let everybody know that, that Jesus was here. He also had a finite time on earth. He was here, and he left. Now he came back for a time, but he also, as a man, had a finite time. So God uses us, and we are his disciples. Um, as pastors taught us, um, to be a Christ-like version, a new man, not what we used to be, to go out and make disciples, um, one of my favorite commandments is impress the Lord's commands on children to teach the kids. That was one of our funnest times. I love that as um, moms have come up through the years and I've been able to say, okay, it's your turn to teach the kids. And it's amazing to have watched Bethany and Charlena come into such an amazing you know, way of just teaching them. I think... Um, Charlena had one once asked me, how did you ever, how did you, how do you teach? How do you, you don't do it with a book. You just, I said, I just do the word. A lot of times I take the word that pastor's given us or the studies that he's given us and break it down because kids don't have crap in their head. They just understand, okay, this is this. You may have to be down on their, you know, smaller level, but they're so much easier to teach than adults because they don't have any junk. We carry a lot of junk. We really do. 
and, and it's hard. We're like overthink things and make it too bigger, too much than what it needs to be, right? <laughs> Some of our funnest times have been doing the, the VBS because it's like, you know that they're gonna be excited and you know that they're gonna get something and it's different than any other little VBS thing and you see their joy and it's just fun. It's like this huge party the whole time, right? I mean, so, <laughs> for you it is. Uh-huh, for us it is. I, it's, and it's funny because every year we're like, are we helping? Do we get to help this year? What do, what do you want to do? I said, I don't know. I'm telling Bethany. We're, we signed up for the week. We're just taking the whole week off. Whatever you need, we want to be here. We want to do it because it is so much fun. Um, so in everything that um, I've kind of stirred in your minds, um, we were created for this kingdom, for his kingdom, which is right here. It's right now. The kingdom is now. If you start with the word and pray what you know, know that you are a child of God. Um, one, of, one of the other um, messages, that's, it's what it was. Uh, know who you are. When you know who you are in the righteousness of God, then you don't have to fear anything. And you can go out in your day-to-day -day life and do each thing. Um, I put stickies on this, but it's not helping me. <laughs> In Matthew uh, 5.14, I wanted to encourage you with this word. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill. It cannot be hidden nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lamp stand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine, so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your, your Father in heaven. Now, your good works, I believe we just talked about, that's your worship. It's everything that you do. And so as the clocks tick, I mean, we've gone through the clock already, and I, you, know, you, you don't realize how fast that clock is ticking. Um, it's, it's priceless. We can't afford to waste any more time just being stagnant. And we've had our warnings. We've had several warnings. And we know what the word says. And we know how to find what's next. Because the days are evil. But we know how to battle it. Our example is because it's because we are to be Christ-like, is to do what Jesus did. Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. Before daybreak the next morning, he got up and he went out 
and he isolated his pl a place of prayer. When there was a storm, he was sleeping. He didn't get all worked up. So keep your peace. Just say a simple yes, I will, or no, I won't. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. So the lukewarm thing is not a good thing. We must quickly carry out the tasks assigned to us by the one who sent us. The night is coming, and then no one can work. Now, these are all scriptures that I had wrote down um, because they were really, they just really spoke to me. Be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtless, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. So, we encourage you. Don't wait around. Don't wait to take someone um, a little, a cake, or call them and ask them if they're okay. Send a text. Check on somebody. Um, make a point to keep going. And don't stay stagnant. Because there are people that need your word. All of the words that were here in the last 12 weeks, I got something different out of each one. And I'm sure other people got different things out of it. But that's why it was needed, because everybody has a different word to share. You can't get everything out of one person. So I hope that you take the time to check back on some of the other speakers, um, look at, at what they had to say. Be here on Sunday. Um, this has all been, you know, um, very humbling. And as we, you know, are taking time for each other, um, a text in the middle of the day, a thought, you know, you think of people all day. Um, I just encourage you to to just look on these on the different verses and really absorb what the Lord has for you in what could be an evil time because we can make it better. So that's all I have. Hmm? That's all I have. Okay. That's all. Yeah. the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added.